This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Whether you're just looking to stay warm during a hunt or need maximum concealment, the clothing you wear can make or break a hunt. At MidwayUSA.com, we understand hunting clothing has come a long way with more meticulously crafted camo patterns, advanced scent control technologies, and weatherproof options to withstand the elements. Hunters have to wait until their favorite season, but shouldn't wait on gear, which is why MidwayUSA offers super-fast shipping. When you're ready for your next system, log on to MidwayUSA.com. Everybody, it's been a while. This is Derek Somerville with Backpacking Inglisters. Hope you guys are doing well. With me today is a legendary man uh, that always has a surplus of what I'm about to tell you. And he took his own boogers and earwax and made sunscreen out of those things when we were climbing <laughs> and protected himself, whereas I got sunburned. So, Carl, how you doing, buddy? You're, I'm hanging in there, man. You're hanging in. You're kind of sick, yeah, but you're plowing through. Plowing through. The podcast comes first. Wow. With me today is Derek Sorville, a man who believes that trees should also be able to use computers because they too can log on. Uh, <laughs> I like that one. That was good. That was good. Yeah, technology. Uh, yeah. Log on. That's good. We just yeah. had we just had Christmas, Derek, and I, just, I was curious if you got my gift. Did I get your gift? Yeah, I got you some fireproof shoes. Did you mail them to me? Fireproof shoes don't exist. I'm just being silly right now. Uh, come on. Oh, I thought you would have found something that I was like. Yeah, because because you can dry them out over the fire. Right that would have been pretty dope. Yeah. yeah. Oh. You know, we don't really exchange gifts, so. All right, I got some tidbits today. So tidbit me. We yeah. had a comment left um, on an app, a podcast app, that had a couple interesting okay. questions from another gentleman yeah. who's also named Carl, and we'll call him oh. Carl J. Yeah. So I don't think you saw this because it was on because it wasn't on the any of the main apps. So he's referring to the um, punching old man winter in the face. Uh, he mm-hmm. says, could you please mm-hmm. talk about denture care for some of us seniors during cold weather? <laughs> uh, I love it. That's the first part. I so I'll let you respond to that. <laughs> that is awesome. Yes, I agree. I, I freely admit I am a novice in this area. Okay. Uh, I don't know about you. 
But denture care, what to do? I mean, um, yeah, like how do you handle your dentures well, if it's like really cold outside? How do I handle? Like I don't know. I mean, do I bring a cleaning them or just making them stick? You know? well, I assume I mean, you take them out at night. I just I was I thought you'd go down the road of like the R value of dentures when you put them in your pocket. But oh, you want me to you. go that route? Well, that's, well, I, that's, I, that's obvious. just guessing. I don't know. Well, I mean, obviously, if you put them in your mouth, they're going to be warmer than in your pocket. I mean, that just makes sense. But uh, what does he want to know? He wants to know like uh, how to take care of them. Denture or, care. Or the denture care. Like, I mean, obviously, you want to keep them clean. Get the, uh, you know, throw them in. The, if you really want to, if you really want to hit two birds with one stone, I think what you really need to do. And and uh, I did a. a, a a term paper on this, believe it or not. Um, you want to throw the dentures in your in your canteen, in your bladder, and also you can kind of throw like one of those little effervescent Alka-Seltzer nice. pills in there that clean things. And I think what it does is you're not only going to filter your water as you drink, but at the same time you're going to be cleaning your dentures. And by the time you get to the camp, to dinner, you're ready to go. Yeah. You're welcome. So, uh, <laughs> two birds, I actually, I did look up if dentures could freeze. Like, I didn't know if he was going that mm. route as well. And you are able mm. to freeze your dentures, so it's not a, mm. a specific cold weather issue. But what I guess... If, go ahead. What if, what if this, though? What if you wrap them in either a little heat pack yeah. or uh, Silly Putty? What if you just wrap them up? I like your Silly Putty idea, actually. You know? The heat pack, I, mean, I, I can see chemically altering the formation of them. But that's probably true. Yeah. But silly putty is gonna is it? I mean, I feel like that's just gonna help them. There's not a lot out there on backcountry denture care, so I think that's a fair question. Um, I'm and I liked off, it, maybe, but it feels it feels right. This feels right. It feels and right, and I, I I hope it helps. It could be way off though. Okay, so hopefully that helps you, my friend. He follows up with another another question that I feel like is worth discussing. Okay, so he says like okay because he's focused on the whole dental hygiene thing, right? So if you brush your teeth with toothpaste then you're going to be putting the toothpaste in your food bag because the toothpaste obviously smells minty, right? And you don't want it to have anything mm. minty kind of associated with you. True. So True. so you kind of hang the food bag with the toothpaste, right? But then isn't your breath going to smell minty? And so if your breath is smelling minty, isn't that going to attract the bears just as much? Well, I mean, how are you sleeping now? You sleep with your mouth open? A lot I mean, of people do. Know. Well, then that's a problem. I mean, maybe you need to get like a, maybe you need to wear one of those like face masks, you know, that uh, skiers wear or something. Mm. Uh, I mean, if that is a possibility, I think though, when you're breathing your breath, can, is that sense dissipated because it's a gas or like a vaporish mm. thing? Now we're getting to some science. Is it dissipated quicker? I don't know. I'm getting, I'm getting deep guys. Yeah. I'm getting Bill Nye, the science guy on you. Uh, whereas toothpaste is still like a solid, so that smell is like present. It's, it's you know, more pungent. Yeah. And if it's like, you know, your breath kind of dissipates into the night air. The so pungency maybe, I'm not, I'm, of breath versus paste. Interesting. Mm, do that math. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Do that math. My my solution is just don't bring the toothpaste because you can just brush your teeth without mm. toothpaste. Problem solved. Or, or you could. Or you do this where I brought the... Uh, what are they? Um, I can't remember the name of these things. They're, they're by Crest. They come in a red bag. Okay. In packs of 24. They're plastic. Um, within the middle, there's like a, it's like a little like disposable toothbrush, right? Oh, right. It doesn't smell. Yeah, it doesn't smell 
uh, if you take it out of the bag, you can't smell toothpastey smells. Okay. But once you brush them, the toothpaste is unlocked. You do your thing, and you use up all that flavoring or whatever that is, yeah. and then it's gone, and it's just plastic. So okay. uh, I use those all the time. Those are know. great. Yeah. yeah, those are those are some good answers, Derek. I didn't really, you know, he didn't see this, he didn't prepare, and uh, on the spot, you got it. That's good stuff. I like I'm it. just calling me Johnny on the spot. That's right. I'm a bag of tricks. Just and thank you, Carl J, for the the questions. Those are, those are good ones. I like that was okay. So we got we have an MP3 that we're going to play later on in the episode from a gentleman named Jared, and he had a mm. response to our uh, sleep podcast. So we'll get to that later. But for okay. now, we got to yeah. jump into our technology based episode here so uh bible verse for today is first corinthians six twelve. all things are lawful for me but not all things are helpful all things are lawful for me but i will not be enslaved by anything so just mm-hmm. because we are sort of allowed some things and allowed to do some things does not necessarily mean they're always good for us especially if we kind of take it to the extreme right so relating yeah. this to our episode of technology um, technology use is not inherently evil, but um, is it appropriate? That's the question. Are we enslaving ourselves to our electronics if we bring them into the backcountry, Derek? I think you can kind of apply it to life with everything. And the simple answer to me is uh, if you do too much of one thing, like if I just bring my cell phone and I'm on my cell phone the entire trip, okay, maybe I had somewhat of a good time on my cell phone, but in reality, I'm missing out uh, on the experience of being out there away from that. Uh, and in my experience, people can correct me if, they're, if I, they feel like I'm wrong, but to me, having more of a balance is always going to be better in any circumstance. Whereas like, hey, I brought my technology to help me out with these things, but I also want to make sure I take time and soak up where I'm at and connect with the people I'm with and all these things. Right. So. But yeah. if I'm just straight cell phone, straight camera, like, you know, you could be behind the camera the whole trip and not really interact with anybody. And you're like, well, I'm making a film. I'm making a movie. But then at right. the same time, I'm like, yo, bro, I didn't really even hang out with you this trip. So um, there's, you know, I think balance is super important. The balance. The key is the balance, for sure. And so I, th- I think it'd be fun. I'm throwing the word technology. I'm kind of interchanging it with electronics. But really, you know, because you could have, like, fabric technology, of course. But we're talking about specifically like electronically based things that Mm. can enhance or kind of reduce our wilderness experience. So I think we're going to – I'm going to focus on some different things here that we'll kind of analyze and figure out kind of where we should be with these items um, out on the trail and whether they're worth – kind of whether they're worthwhile or not. Uh, but before mm. we do that, I think we should just kind of give full disclosure what we typically take that's like an electronic-based item. So, um, so Derek, what's yeah. in your pack that's electronics? So in, in my pack that's electronic, um, there's usually like my cell phone. Um, okay. I guess you would consider like a uh, portable charger, uh, an anchor portable charger. Yep. Uh, um, I'm trying to think of what else. I don't really bring a camera anymore, but uh, those are probably the two big techie things that I bring. Okay, so and I get those those two typically with um, a portable speaker and some camera gear. Yeah. So and camera gear, yeah, that's you. typically it. Yeah, and right. so I think what, how we're gonna play this is I'm gonna throw some things out at you, and you get to take the side of either the person who's kind of like, yeah, let's bring it. This is gonna enhance our experience. And I'm going to be kind of a naysayer or vice versa. So I'll let you choose which side you want to take. And then we'll. I feel like you're so natural at naysaying, though. Maybe you should start there. 
I can be you the know, naysayer. That's, that's, I'm just, you know, that's your strength. I want you to start with that. Okay. Well, in so, general. So you, you know. you're going to go all yeah. in on this technology then? I'm going to attempt to. Okay. All right, I'll play that right. guy. I'll be that guy. All right. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you some pieces of technology that mm. people use out on the trail, and you yes. are going to make the case for why we should sort of be going all in on this, and I'm going to make the case for why we should be dialing it back, like you said the Got naysayer. It. Okay? Got so it. So here we go. First one, the Onyx hunting app. Yes. Derek, what do you yes. think about that? I think that uh, is a valuable tool. Uh, first of all, you are able to upload any map that you're going to. Um, you can. You don't need Wi-Fi, obviously. You're out in the woods. Um, but there's a... What's the joke? There's a better connection in the woods, even without Wi-Fi. But I'm... <laughs> Uh, that's kind of your joke. Um, so okay. what I'm what I'm getting at is is uh, you don't need service out there. You can just download maps. You can see where you're going. You can zoom in on these things of, of where you're hunting. Where you're so uses GPS then uses GPS. Um, where you're backpacking, okay. and to me it's like let's say you're backpacking. Obviously, it, it removes the need for a physical map. Um, makes it a okay. lot easier, especially because you don't need service. You don't have to worry about being in range anywhere. Um, and right. also, if you're hunting. Uh, I think you can plan your attack better. You're, you're like, oh, up ahead here, there's a stream. We could pin in this buck over here. We could use this, right. you know, uh, enclosure, right. blah, 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 blah. So you could plan out your attacks better or find uh, places to hide or shelter or whatever. Yeah. I, li- I like that one of your main points was hunting, even though this is a backpacking podcast. Nice. Well said. It's a hunting app. I'm just covering it all this. It is a backpackers. Uh, backpackers use it. So it's, it's really a backpack. It's really an outdoorsman's dream. It's like okay. a little friend in your pocket. <laughs> friend in your pocket. So you're saying, so the enhancement is obviously that you don't need to bring a hard copy map anymore or really buy all those hard copy maps for whatever, 13 bucks mm. a piece. So um, true, I think that's true. a fair argument. I think that, that sounds like a legit okay. thing. But here's yeah. why there could be a problem with that. So oh, You're so good at this part. I don't know if uh, I can. I know. Okay, I, go know. Ahead. I think that if you, <laughs> if you get a system down where you can make this happen... That's good, yeah. and but there's just the pro- one of the problems with electronics and technology in general is that you know if you drop it, if you drop it into yeah. a body of water, if you drop yourself into a body of water at some point, and you wreck your device, and you don't mm-hmm. have a backup map, mm-hmm. then you can mm-hmm. legit be lost, and there's no mm-hmm. there's no backup for that. All true, all true, Carl, and that's why you go with experienced people. Okay, one. You throw it in a dry-proof bag, okay? okay. You bring it out when you need it. A dry-proof bag. Okay. True. If you are worried about breaking it, uh, you could wrap it in silly, <laughs> silly putty like we talked about. Okay, it's back to silly putty. But you could. You could wrap it in silly putty. No, um, okay. you could, um, you know, obviously pack it with some padding uh, or... You even better than that is you have a co-leader like you and I now have the app and we both use it. There and if something go. happens to one phone, we have a backup phone. Okay, boom. I don't. <laughs> okay, if, there, if more than one person has it, I'll, I'll give you the point on that one. I don't know about the silly putty. And typically, when people drop it, it's not because it's not paddable. It's or when people break it, it's not paddable enough. It's because if they pulled it out and they're looking at it and they're using it and they're walking and they're tripping and they're. You know, it, mm. it flies off the edge who, of the Who are cliff. these people that are tripping and falling off cliffs, though? Why are you trying like, to navigate off trail? I think this is that's reasonable. I mean, stop and look at your phone and then uh, put it away. I mean, it's okay. not that hard. Huh? You know, I don't know. But Not people, everybody is as wise as you. 
that, that's that's true. Carl. I'm giving you the true. point. I'm giving you the point. That's good. That's good. Point. I'll take okay. it. Okay. Point. All right. Next one. Uh, yes. Cell phones mm. that may or may not include Bluetooth speakers for the playing of music and or podcasts, possibly even the backpacking and blisters podcast. That may or may not. So I could bring Bluetooth speakers. I may. I could not. I'm just. Trying, I'm just kind of making a category here. Okay. Fair. Um, okay, so here's my argument to bring a cell phone, uh, not a satellite phone, but a cell phone is the, the bonus, the benefit to me is the, the ease of use. If you're big on picture taking and creating memories and video clips, it's real easy to whip that puppy out, slide it up, take a shot, boom, you saw an animal, there's a sunset, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. I think so. I think the convenience is probably one of the easiest things. Um, and obviously, if you have the Bluetooth speakers and you're at camp and you guys want to put on some tunes or uh, in camp, you know, and you're not disturbing everybody else, maybe you're off somewhere where there's nobody around. Okay. You know, it's always fun. Throw on the B&B podcast. Right. <laughs> throw a Bible study on there, whatever. Okay. That's, you know, that's level one for my argument. Okay, so you feel like when you want to commune with nature, the best way to do that is to drown out nature sounds. <laughs> I didn't say you're leaving out all night. I'm saying, you know, maybe you're setting up camp. Uh, maybe dinner's cooking, you're playing a game. I don't know. So, you you know, you're playing it for a little bit, and then you turn it off, and then, I mean, you know your group. So you're going to know, like, right. you know, are these guys annoyed by that? Like, there's been trips where I've played... Uh, for like, you know, a few hundred yards of the trail, like I'll bust out like a mini speaker and play like Lord of the Rings music. And everybody's like, yeah, yeah, I feel like I'm Gandalf for like five minutes or whatever. And uh, there's some motivation there to keep going. Maybe they were tired, but now since they feel like Gandalf, they can finish the trail today. You know, I don't know. (laughs) So So, it's inspirational music is what you're saying. It attempts to be, Carl. It attempts to be. Yeah, I think that this is definitely something that can ruin other people's wilderness experience. And you kind of made the case that if you're not around other people, then maybe that's when it's appropriate to do that. And I think, I think it's a fair argument, but I think we all know there's times when we feel like we are way out there and either our sound is carrying farther than we think, or there are people coming across our paths that we don't expect. And certainly, yeah, I'm not up for kind of wrecking their wilderness experience. So that's not the motivation for sure. So that would be my argument against it. So, and, and I hear that. I hear that. I want to give you like a half a point for that. But then I think for me, that's why I bring the AirPods. And if I, if I'm, it, you have to discern the scenario. You know what I mean? And if, right. if it's like, oh man, this music would really help me get up this hill. Let me throw it in so only I can hear it. Then, I mean, maybe that's a little better. But Yeah, so um, now you're not ruining anybody else's experience. But are you really, like if you're plugging yourself in, like. But then does it become a safety there's hazard? There's safety hazards. There's, there's I'm other like jumping on your sure, side But now. then, like, what are you, what are you doing? Why, why are you out there if you're just going to be sitting there? Listen to music, you know? Like a, if somebody says, hey, bear, would I even hear him? Right. You know what I mean? Right. I, I don't even know. So that's, I'm jumping on your side now. Okay. No, I think if it's if it's like I know that we're going to be doing a lot of elevation today, and I know that keeping my mind off of what I'm doing helps me, then I think it's helped me at times to go uphill. It's a little bit easier and uh, focus on a song or, you know. Right. It's kind of like when you're working out. Like sometimes music helps people get those extra reps in or whatever. So, okay. Um, I think sometimes it will help, but it's not something, again, like I was saying before, like I'm not going to like jam on my music the whole trip because I think that takes away from the goal. I think there's periods of time where I might pop it in for a song or two, yep. but most of the time it's like, you know, you want to hear what's out there. You want to like interact with your buddies. You want to just be in nature. I still say I'd, I'd leave. I'd be more up to leave that stuff, but 
the next one, this is interesting because this next item you actually bring but did not disclose before we talked about what we bring, and that is the satellite phone. Mm, mm. Are you a liar? <laughs> <laughs> oh, the satellite phone. Yes, I do bring yeah. satellite phone. Sorry, guys. Uh, brain fart. Sorry. Uh, I do bring satellite phone. Um, I think the the pros are pretty simple. The satellite phone, uh, it's you can set up a satellite phone however you want to do it, right? So there's there's different levels of sat phones, if you will. So there's sat phones that are so advanced you could like you could talk, you could call people, whatever. Um, right. There's other satellite phones where I could just like I just get a I just get a package where I'm able to send unlimited unlimited text back and forth to let's say my wife, for example. Um, and every time I text her, uh, it also puts our waypoint on a map. Um, and so she knows where we are on the trail and our progression. And, and so I think it's just kind of one of those things where if something happened and she's like, yeah, my, my husband and his friends are stranded on this blah, 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 blah. They could, you know, obviously it would, it would just be another tool to help find us. Um, in addition to the SOS that you're going to send out, they would know where your GPS location is. So more of a safety device, if anything. Okay. And it's, it's never bad to be safe. Right. And so your version of sort of like getting away now is to be staring at your cell phone for navigation, blaring <laughs> music or having earbuds in, and now constantly in contact with somebody who's not on the trip. Is that fair to say? Uh, no, it's not fair to say. I like how you embellished that, though. That was, that was nice and Carl-esque. Uh, I, I'm saying, like, I, for the most part, is this beca- how's this becoming about me and my gear, by the way? Uh, I fear, I feel like, okay, in general, I feel like the cell phone um, I will use for, like, a song or two, or maybe I throw it in, in for, like, a song or something at night before I go to bed um, in the earphones. Right. But for the most part, for, like, 95% of the trip, there's no music playing. Probably 98% okay. of the trip, there's no music playing. There might, the cell phone comes out mainly for pictures and stuff like that. So, and with the sat phone, it's just the periodic text here and there to, you know, check in or if there's a problem or something like that. So, okay, I get the SOS thing for sure. Like, especially if you're gonna if you're going on a more dangerous trip, I just feel like we're taking some of the adventure out of the backcountry. The more, mm. the stronger that leash is to home. True. True. I mean, personally, you know, if I don't have the kids that I have in the scenario I have, I probably wouldn't bring any of that. But, um, but you know, I think it's not a bad, I think it's a good safety measure for me. I have to like right. think about those things. So, but we're talking about for everybody. Not, this is not just about you, Derek. This is for everybody. Well, you're, you're pinning it on me, Carl. I feel a lot of pressure. Okay. Sorry. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Um, I think in general, if you're it, not talking about just me, but for people in general, yeah. I mean, obviously, the more tech you have, it can it can become a distraction from engaging with wilderness if you are consumed by it. So I think it's a it's kind of one of those fine lines, you know. If you you know, I got all these latest apps. I got the cell phone. I got the cell phone. I got the camera. I got I got all this techie gear, right. and that's cool. But then like you're taking away from the the beauty of being away from all that stuff, and that's right. a main reason why we go out and hike. I would imagine just to get away from you know, city life or exactly. that's my point. Exactly. And, and you are, yeah. And, and the more that we, br- the more that we bring, the less away we get is my point. Right. Quarter point for you. All right. Well, let's take this to the next level. This is the last item that I found interesting. And this is not something you're going to see necessarily in the next year or so, mm-hmm. but you could see this down the road. Mm-hmm. 
And I saw this on, uh, how was it, on CNN. Something called mixed reality devices. Mm. Essentially, you put these glasses on and <laughs> they you see what's in front of you, like reality, okay. but then it also projects things that are not there. So <laughs> that could be everything from like, you could project your map in front of you so that you can know which direction you're heading to, you know, an off-trail lake. Wow. It could project orcs in front of you that you have to defeat before you can proceed down the trail. So it can it kind of engages it, you in a different way with the outdoors. It by really mixing. so it really projects like creatures in front of you, or it can for sure. I mean, it depends on what setup oh you've gosh. got. But you could literally be walking down the trail, and somebody is coming at you, like swinging a sword at what so, at what what they're seeing that you can't that's, see. I feel like this is dumb. Like, why would I? I mean, I feel like that's more of a camping fun thing to bring than a backpacking. Okay. I'm on the trail and I need this. Cause I think, you know, how many times I, I know I'm supposed to be promoting this, but I don't even know how to promote this. It's like, well, this is the, this is even, kind of like a bonus one. So don't okay, worry good. about it too much. Okay. But, I'm going to jump on um, your side for this one. Yeah. You know how we always talk about like lighter, the better, like, you know, and so that just seems like a pure enjoyment device than a necessary right. device to me. I don't know. Well, let me, let me, let me change the question. Okay. Then. So do you think these types of devices which they're not mainstream yet, mm. um, and certainly like even like the virtual reality stuff, like that stuff had like hasn't truly gone main mainstream. Like there's not everybody using it all the time. Right. But do you think these have the potential to wreck our wilderness experience? For sure, I think for sure. I mean, if you're telling me that I have maps in front of my eyes that are, I mean, to me, if I'm wearing something on my eyes and with all these distractions, like then yes, I could see it being a potential danger of falling or tripping or you know, I mean. You think of how many things are on the trail that I don't even see without anything in front of my face, and I trip on. Right. Um, right. You know, we've 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 twisted ankles and things like that, and uh, yeah, I mean, it's so tricky. Like, could you imagine descending down a hill of rocks and bushes and things in rain with that on your face? Like, no way. I don't know. Unless yeah. you're a champion. Uh, but just to clarify, though, are you are you suggesting that you sometimes will, will trip on stuff, even though you just challenge me why I'm tripping all the time? I was just referring. Well, home? no, I was just referring to you. I mean, I didn't want to like name okay. names, but yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, I think that this kind of goes along with the whole balance idea. But the more that you bring out there, the more it can wreck your experience. But my thought was, I found this to be interesting because even if you don't bring that with you, mm. if there's not if there's enough people out there that are bringing that stuff with you. You could have some pretty strange encounters on the trail that are increasingly awkward. Mm, that's very true. So, yeah. What are you thinking about with it when you yeah. say, like, what would be an awkward scenario with your V? Just somebody, somebody, you know, running down the trail and, like, you're not sure what they're seeing and they're projecting something in front of them and they're chasing it and you can't tell if they're chasing that or you or if they're crazy or not or what the heck is going like, on. What if, what if like Rocky wore that mask carrying his metal sword that he brings, swinging it around? I mean, it's already it's not, scary. I think it's just glasses. It's not, it's not a mask. Oh, glasses, it's okay. just glasses, I mean, it's already but... scary watching him carry a sword though, you know, so. Right. But I think that's what makes it so confusing is because it's not a mask and it is glasses, it, it could just look like somebody's wearing glasses, so you don't really know what's going oh, on. Oh, that's even more gnarly, yeah. Right? Yeah. Right, so like, are you, if somebody's charging down the trail at you with whatever yeah. in their hand, are you going to just jump on the side of the trail? Like, are we suddenly, you know, yeah, having to make, make way for animals and 
crazy. I feel like mixed. I feel like if I knock somebody over, hurt somebody, and they like, you know, like charge me with assault or something crazy like that, how do I defend myself? Am I gonna be like, well, I mean, I had like these glasses on, and I mean, in my vision, there were orcs, you know, like, and so I didn't really understand, you know. I mean, how do I? I can't even defend myself. Really, it's like, and the other person's gonna be like, yo, he had glasses on. He was swinging the stick. He thought it was a sword, and he poked me in the eye. No, I'm, I'm just trying to say that you heard it here first. If you start to have these strange encounters on the trail, you'll be like, oh, yeah, I remember that, that one podcast said that this might happen, and then boom. But speaking speaking of strange trail encounters, we have an MP3 mm. from Jared, so let's hear from him. Backpacking and blisters, this is Jared tuning in. Loved the sleep episode as I am high maintenance with sleeping. I bring my own tent on backpacking trips because I like my sleep and I don't like to be bothered. And Derek, I loved your part about the sound machine. Uh, Carl was a bit objective in his voice about, you have a sound machine on your app, on your phone. I have one of those as well. I was very... um, informed on the brown pink and white noise and i am a brown noise guy as well um what would you guys think if you came up on a backpacker who had a tent by himself who was using a sound machine because that may or may have not been me what would i do so let's say i let's say i'm walking by a tent and i hear brown noise what am i going to do i think Knowing what brown noise sounds like, because I have a I have a noise app on my phone. Mm-hmm. We are well pink aware of this. Noise brown. Yes, pink noise, white noise, brown noise. Okay. I would assume, maybe incorrectly or correctly, that uh, if it's at night, I would assume this person is having a beautiful slumber okay. with a beautiful dream. Uh, if it's in the daytime, ah, that would be awkward. But uh, I don't know. I think I would just mind my own business on that one. I think that's like hmm. a sleep I, I i guess i associate it with a sleep sound yeah so maybe they're taking a nap you know i, I, I would have thought you'd be throwing like, rocks at the tent just for fun that's not me it's okay. more it's more you but gotcha. what would you do well my first thought honestly was if we were coming across this person during the daytime then because yeah. our group gets out of camp so late then true there could be something wrong here. So I'd probably check on the person and make sure everything was well. And hopefully they were Mm. just taking a nap because chances are, yeah, we're not hitting them till like noon. So that's kind of, that's pretty late to sleep in the back country. But yeah, I thought it was an interesting question. And and I thought it was nice that Jared shared that you're not alone out there with your listening to sounds. That's true. Yeah, that's true. So thanks Jared for that. Appreciate that. Well played Jared. Yeah. Well played. So speaking of uh, sleeping and sounds and all that stuff, we have trivia that includes the technology and is... Yeah. All right. So here's the, here's the trivia that I've come up with for you. Knives, machetes, saws, and shears, multi-tools, shovels, swords, axes, spears, hatchets, and tomahawks. If it cuts, snips, slices, or chops, Midway USA has it. Find great gift ideas in our huge selection of pocket knives and other everyday carry folding knives. Make a statement or create a family legacy with one of our top-of-the-line hunting knives. We've got a great selection of manual and electric sharpeners, too. For just about everything for the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. 
It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Midway USA brand product designers have one straightforward goal. Develop high-quality, technically sound products and deliver them to customers at reasonable prices. If you are immersed in the shooting sports industry and pay close attention to every single detail, you know our products are built right and stand up to everyday use. Who has shooting mats and range bag systems to hunting clothing and just about everything for the outdoors? Log on and shop 24-7 with super fast shipping. MidwayUSA.com I'm going to give you three scenarios that are kind of things going wrong. Okay? A lot of pressure. A lot of pressure. A lot of pressure. And you get to choose a piece of trail technology that can save your life. Okay. But you can't use the same one twice. Ooh, this is wicked. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Okay, so here's the first scenario. So okay. you are hiking solo. I'm, I'm going to put you in a place that you're familiar, so um, to kind of start you off mm. easy in. You're checking your uh, your Onyx app, and you're kind of looking at your phone too much, and you trip, and you fall. Mm. You're off trail. You're not lost, yep. but you're in Yosemite, yep. and you break your leg yep. bad enough where you are not going to be hobbling out. I'm not going to hobble out. No. And I'm off trail, right? Off trail. Okay. Um... That's deep. Yeah. That is deep. What do I do? What you I think, use? I think you want me. I think you want me to just say sap, phone, and bail. I want you to survive. You want me to do whatever you have to use. I want you to. Okay, if You're I you didn't say how far off trail I am. You didn't say how far off trail. Um, you. If I'm a few hundred yards, I roll my body back onto the trail and just wait <laughs> for a passerby. You're a good couple miles off trail. I'm a good mile, mile and a half. Okay. Oh, I think at that point it's, I mean, if I'm not able to move, I'm not able to go anywhere. People aren't going to find me. I think sadly I have to say sad phone on question one, which I don't want to do, but I have to do it. Right. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. I think that's fair. And I think the sat phone is going to get you out of there. You can have an SOS signal and hopefully a helicopter will come to your rescue and you'll get a nice view of the valley. Why are you off trail? What are you doing? Yeah, why are you by yourself? You should go with other people, like Carl. Thought you're like they're not. You're not that good of a hiker. <laughs> Don't do that again. <laughs> that good. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Impossible scenario second, two. Second. Yeah. Impossible. <laughs> second of three scenarios. Uh, you have decided to go for a um, winter backpacking trip in Glacier National Park, and you're snowshoeing. And you're not super experienced in the winter, Derek. And so you, where you camp out, it's like right below all these mountains. And there's a lot of extra snow this year. So there's going to be an avalanche. This is a trick question. It's the avalanche. This is a trick question. Why is this a trick question? I'm never going to do that. It's not even a question. It's a scenario. I'm never. This is like a dumb version of me, though, right? I'm going to hike under. I'm going to camp underneath a mountain with snow and. I'm going to go... Uh, there's been some pretty... Am I by myself winter no, snowshoeing? Is that what I'm doing? You can blame it on me. I I, mean, I decided where we're going to camp, so there you go. Well, that make, now now this is becoming more real life, so this I can relate right. to Right, of course, um, of course. So you gave me faulty snowshoes. 
there's been a lot of experienced people that have camped in the wrong spot, just so you know. So don't don't take too uh, personally. Uh, however, and you want to faulty snow. I feel She's, like you're digging yourself out of a hole. Literally. And this is appropriate. We, speaking of digging ourselves out, we are buried by snow exactly. here. So what are we gonna do? So what, appropriate. What technology uh, are we gonna use? Oh, to dig myself out? Or to get out of the city. Okay, survive. so uh let's see. If we're in are we like covered in snow at this point? Yeah. Okay, so we're covered in snow. I think well, like our tent, use... we're in our instead of our tent and our tent is covered. We are oh, we're able to move around a little bit. Right. Okay, so we can get to some of our stuff, essentially. It's right. not going to be it's easy. inside the tent, yes. Whatever's inside yeah. the tent we can get to. Well, because if we're referring back to that saving ambient space in your tent, like I mentioned before, we would have our packs right. in our tent, so we would mm. just did work. So that would have made sense, right? Okay. Uh, so I would dig either like get the frame of my backpack out and okay. like use it to dig through the snow um, if I didn't have my trowel with me. Okay. Uh, although that wouldn't really do too much, but I, I would find something to dig with. I think that's step number one, uh, and try to burrow a hole. But I think it's like, do I know what direction I'm burrowing? I guess I got to figure right. out which direction I'm. I got to figure out which direction right. I'm. At. How, do you, how do you do that? I feel like I would just go pee and see which way it flowed. Where <laughs> does gravity take it? <laughs> Like, <laughs> totally kidding. Or am I? I don't know. You're not far off. It's just funny that you chose pee. Like you're actually supposed to drool. <laughs> I could drool or spit I, to see where the water yeah, I goes. Could, I'm kidding. I could drool or just drink my water or pour some water out of like that. But <laughs> peeing sounds more cool for the story, right? So uh, if you're peeing, it's just, you're just going to go in your pants. It's not. It's not but I'm going to know it's, where it's I trickling. Don't I don't, okay. All right. I'm just kidding. I tried to make it cool for the story. It didn't work out. Okay, so I I do something like that to see which direction it would flow, find out where I'm at, and then I'd start digging like nobody's okay. business with some type of gear that I've had, either my my okay. frame of my backpack, uh, the bill of a cap if I had if that's all I had, um, a trowel, even a even a water bottle. I mean, can cut through the snow if you open up the yeah. lid. So you can find some. We could find something to dig with. Okay, so I think your answer is the electronic device you'd use is none of the above. Is that no, fair to say? I could use my... Okay, this is fair. I could use my cell phone to dig through the snow, to chisel and carve my way. <laughs> or, oh, no, actually... Okay. Well, I don't know if you consider this technology. I could use the metal slide for your camera and use that to dig because it's giant, it's metal. But it's not really techy, but it's used with tech. Right. I think I might go with that. That's probably the best thing. I think you're not familiar with the Avalanche personal locator beacon, and which kind of <laughs> works similar with the sat phone, but it just it, it when avalanches get triggered and there's people out there, the, the beacons can let rescue rescuers know where you are. So, so um, that's this is the first time I've ever gone in an app in snow with you. So I right. guess you should have told me about that. So I blame you. So we're both, we're just gonna die. That's what you're saying. This is a learning experience, Derek, and that's what trivia is sometimes. Would you have brought a beacon with you? If I thought there was a chance for avalanche, yes, I would bring one with me. Why are we talking about the scenario? You know, what if your beacon broke? What if your beacon broke, Carl? Then what? That's yeah, they're they're pretty hardy, but that's a, that's a risk you're taking out there. That's it why it's an adventure. Okay, fair. Okay, so you are in Big Bend National Park in Texas, mm. and you are using your phone as a GPS. Okay. to navigate off trail again okay. and you 
happen by a pool of water from a recent rainstorm mm. and you slip and drop your phone in there and then like, it stops working. <laughs> so um, moron. You, get, you get a little confused. You don't remember exactly where you were because you were so reliant upon the phone and that really cool app you had. And so you're not 100% sure where you are. What are you going to do? Well, I think I'm hopefully smart enough to recall um, as I'm looking at that map constantly, like, hey, you're going northwest or you're going north. Uh, and and do I remember or did I look ahead as I tend to do what's ahead of me? Is there a junction up ahead? Is there a general point of where people might congregate to some degree? Um right. So I think I would try to recollect something like that, and then I okay. would figure out, do I go Bear Grylls mode? Do I, I mean, technology, if we're going tech, if I'm not going Bear yeah. Grylls mode, okay, I got to go tech, right? So if I go tech, do I attach my cell phone? No, I was going to say something stupid, like attach my cell phone to a stick and then wait 15 minutes and determine where north is, but that wouldn't be kind of using tech. Nice. So, <laughs> all right. Um, do nice. I use tech? Do I take out the battery and start okay. a fire with the lithium battery, like I saw Bear Girls right. do, and camp for the night and think about it? That's one option. Option okay. two uh, is I'm trying to think of some tech that I would have. I could pop out the lens of the video camera and use it as a magnifying. No, I can't use it as a magnifying glass. I, mean, I guess I could. This is a hard one. This is a tricky one. Yeah. Yep. I mean, I, I feel like I could survive the night and use the tech to help me survive and camp or start a fire or something for the night. Okay. But as far as getting out, I think that would take some time to figure out, like, you know, how much do I really remember when I was looking at the Onyx map? Right. Like, do I remember? Like, if there's a junction up ahead, then I'd have, I think I'd feel a lot better. But of a mic. Yeah, for sure. And I think I think your, your first instinct to stay put is correct. But yeah. if you decided mm. to go none of the above and simply just pull out a map um, as a backup, then I think yeah. that is the best option. Is that tacky? But I mean, I could have said pull it's out not, my that's backup. Why said, that's why I said none of the above. That's why I said yeah. none of the above. I think that yeah. would be obvious. So that's like, why. Carry my manual map with me. Right. I think yeah. I think we you talked about how if you're going to kind of go all in on the cell phone, you want to have somebody else that maybe has the apps in case something goes wrong. I think it's, yeah. I think the key is for navigation, especially if you're on off-trail, you want to have some sort of a backup plan. I could have just said that. Like, I would have just, yo, Carl, break out your map because I ruined mine. Yeah, and yeah. then we would have been fine. But uh, I think I think your answer is good. I think you were think looking for more, good. so I wanted to dive in. You No, I think it was good. If you're lost and you, and you want to stay put and get warm, I, th- I think it was good. So, good job. Half point for me. Thumbs up on that one. Half point for me. Thanks, sir. Yeah. That was, okay. that was good. I like that trivia. That's nice. That's good. Yeah, kind of kind of different. So, overall, any any final conclusions about bringing our electronics in the backcountry? Um, I think just overall thought, I think it's it, it is fun to have, you know, if you're the type of person who likes to document and 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 immortalize your trip, um, I think it's it's you know, it's it's really up to the person, right? So, uh, just remember right. why you're going out to nature. Remember why it's important to get away from all the distractions of everyday life and the benefit that that can have for you. Um, and that's not to say don't take a few pictures and a few videos along the way to remember what you did out there and how important it was. Right. So uh, just make sure you have a balance of um, 
yeah. of what's important out there. So that'd be my input. I think, think you're probably preaching to the choir a little bit, but I, I agree with yeah. you for sure. But guys, thanks again for joining us on the BMP podcast. And I forgot to say Merry Christmas. I hope you guys had a great holiday. Carl and I wish you guys all well. Hope it was safe. Hope it was fun. Hope there wasn't too much family drama. Hope the food was phenomenal. And uh, we look forward to cracking the whip a little bit harder as the new year turns. We will see you guys next time. Keep giving us those reviews, those MP3s, those Google, Apple reviews would be awesome. It helps us out to get more recognized. Uh, And remember, guys, it's simply not backpacking if there's not 20 to 30 blisters along the way. Take care. So something I didn't tell Carl, I think I might, you know, use to, I I just felt like the silly putty was just something that really is going to encapture, like, uh, whatever you put it in is going to be protected and, and, and just, and, and just increase the longevity of it. And so I was thinking to myself, I was like, is there a way I could come up with silly putty shoulder straps for Carl that would really just make him float on air so i'm working on that guys if you got ideas send them over Feliz navidad on mondays head offshore with captain scott walker and steve roger for breathtaking deep sea adventures coming to me coming to me coming to me double he's jumping he's jumping he's jumping oh oh Look at that don't miss mondays with into the blue Brought to you by Academy Sports and Outdoors from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern. Tell a few fish stories along the way. On Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment. Oh, that's awesome. Don't miss Thursdays with Saltwater Experience. Brought to you by Golden Boat Lifts. Every Thursday night from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment.